There seems to be two kinds of people. Those that want to grow up too fast and those that never want to grow up. Interesting. Some who are young want to press the fast forward button. And many who are older want to press the rewind button. Am I right? Let's get some hands up in the sanctuary today. Some, some want to say, yeah, yeah, I'd like to press that rewind button. For sure, the time of our childhood often seems so good. We had less responsibility and more fun. Yeah, I miss recess. <laughs> Yet for many young people, they want the opposite. They want to grow up. To them, growing up, having more freedom seems a whole lot better. They think, I won't be ordered around anymore by adults. Unfortunately, they don't realize that you can grow up and still be ordered around by adults, right? Some of you have that in your workplace. Sometimes you can still be ordered around, right? So, we have some saying, I want to be a kid. We have others saying, I want to be an adult. Well, in the end, God wants all of us to learn contentment with who we are, with what we have, and with what we're doing. Meaning for none of us to wish away the phase of life we're in. A lot of times we do that. We're kind of wanting to wish it away for something else. Sometimes we need to learn to be content, you know, right where God has us. During Jesus' ministry, he brought contentment and validation and acceptance to children and adults. In many ways, he brought adults and children together. And as we're going to see in a few moments in our scripture, Jesus said something very interesting that validated the position of children, meaning that they already, already had great worth and acceptance in being young. They didn't have to just get older to not, now be important like adults. They were already important, already loved in being young. And Jesus also encouraged adults to take on some of the important qualities of children. So we're going to see this kind of coming together, kind of, you know, this gap between adults and children, how Jesus brings us together. See, Jesus provided a way for children to feel the validation and importance that they thought was only reserved for adults, and also for adults to experience the kind of faith that children have. A kind of faith, I believe, that can bring more freedom and peace. So let's learn more about this as we dive now into our scripture for the day. We're going to have it up here from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 1 through 5. I'm going to read. You can follow along up here. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest? In the kingdom of heaven. 
he called a little child to him. And he placed the child among them. And he said, truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. Okay, let's break down this scene a little bit. The disciples come to Jesus as they now realize that he has the answer for everything. And they have an important question. Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Meaning, who is at the top? Who is the best? Who is the most loved by God? And of course, we know this. They want Jesus to say, Hey, it's you guys, of course. That's what they want Jesus to say. These disciples who would walk with them, they're the greatest. But he doesn't say that. Instead, he brings in a child. And at first, the disciples are wondering, where is he going with this? We are asking about who is the greatest here. We don't have time to babysit this kid. We know from other gospel accounts that the disciples were not very fond of kids. So we wouldn't have them running the Morningstar preschool here. You know, these disciples, no. These ragtag fishermen, roughneck guys, no. They wouldn't be running the preschool. We wouldn't have them taking care of the kids. We see them kind of in different parts of the Bible in the New Testament actually being kind of irritated with kids. And part of this stems from, in this culture and at this time, children had a very low status. Very, very low. It's very different than it is today. So kind of like these children, uh, not seen or heard kind of thing. Let's just have them off to the side. So hence, the subject of who is the greatest, and then children, this, it doesn't go together. That's why this, the disciples surely were confused here. What's, what's this child have to do with being great? This little child, you know. Let's get to the adult stuff. Let's, Jesus, tell us how it really is with the, the kingdom and, and, and what it's all about. But here, Jesus again surprises everyone. We're always surprised by Jesus and things he says. Still to this day, we're still figuring out things that he said. We're on this journey of faith together. And he tells them the way things should be viewed. The way things should actually be. And he was basically saying this. I know these kids seem low to you. But they are very high to me. They're high up in my eyes, Jesus was saying. They are the greatest in my kingdom. These little ones who have no authority, who need to depend on their parents and everyone to be cared for. These little ones are great to me. 
And he was saying to his disciples, if if you want to be great in God's kingdom too, then honor them. And as we're going to see in just a few moments, become like them. So I believe Jesus was saying a few things to his disciples then and to all of us adults today. Recognize the children among you. Love and welcome them. And not just your biological kids. This goes well beyond our families, or even if we don't have children. Remember, it takes a village to raise children. It takes a village. We've got to come back to that. See, it's looking after. It's not just our three children for Karen and I. I, I want to look after all the kids. I want good for all of them in this community and in this preschool and wherever we come in contact with kids. He's saying, love and welcome all these kids. Because when you welcome them, Jesus is saying, you welcome me. They're all my kids. So Jesus is, is saying that we should learn from children as well. Learn from them. It doesn't mean to be childish or immature. Instead, learn to have a childlike faith. That's what we're talking about today. A childlike faith faith, a faith that is humble, a faith that easily believes, a faith that is full of dependence on God, the same as a small child depending on a mom or a dad. So we come to the question, how can we live with a childlike faith? Okay, listen up, people. This is pretty important. Jesus is saying you can only enter the kingdom of heaven like a child. He doesn't say like an adult. He says here to really enter the kingdom, it's to be like a child. And here's our first point. You can fill in your bulletin. You can only enter the kingdom of heaven like a child. So enter in with belief and a sense of your total need for God. As we get older, we tend to get more doubtful, skeptical, and critical. We know this. But children are altogether different. They simply believe. Think Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and the Tooth Fairy. Right? Now, in the end, we know this kind of belief is ultimately meant for God. But in this illustration, we see that children are very good at believing. They're really good at it. So can we take some cues from children and escape so many of the issues that we have by simply believing? Yes. By simply believing that Jesus loves us, that he's always with us, that he has peace to give us, and that he has heaven as a home for us. How much better would things be, I wonder, if we would all simply believe? So this is the sense of belief that's so strong with children. 
that we often let go of as adults, but we also now to look, need to look to the sense of need, the sense of need. See, Jesus is saying that our sense of need and our dependence on God should be just like a baby or a small child that is in need of their mom and dad. Again, unfortunately, as we get older, we can lose this sense of need. We kind of lose this. We get older, and then we start to think that we can do this thing called life without God. To that, I I just have one word. Nope. Here's the second thing that will help us to have childlike faith. The kind of faith that's honored and esteemed by Jesus in the little ones all around us. Have humility that says, God is great. I am not. That last part, it got cut off in the bulletins. You can write that in too, in your notes. Humility, all of us need this. That says, you know, God is great. I am not. Again, let's take the comparison of young children. Very young children. They know that they are not great. The parents, they're like, their parents are great, right? Superman and Wonder Woman. It's like, oh, mom and dad. Or for any of those that are caring for, these, for the children. We know families are very diverse today, look different. And we applaud any who just care for children. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sometimes grandparents or others are caring for these kids. But these kids look up and they're like, they just, their eyes are so wide. They're like, wow, you're great. Especially when they're very young. As they get older, you know, they're not, you know, they're like, yeah, mom, dad, you know, see you later. See ya. Uh, but when they're young, I think it's true. Their parents, these raising us, they're great. And also when they're very young, not just parents and other adults, but I think just as kids look around them at the world, things that God made, right? the mountains, the streams, the flowers, they're like, wow, that's great. It's like there's a sense of wonder is there when they're really young. This is all, everything around me is great. So for us to be childlike in faith, hear this now, means that we stop trying to be great ourselves in this world. I mean, we begin to, to, to see how great God is. See, the disciples had a very competitive nature. Remember, they came to Jesus. Who's the greatest? And we might not say it that way, but we often think the same way. I think we really do. And this world that we start to grow up in as we get older teaches us kind of that competitive nature that I don't think is very good here. We start to learn that. And who's up? Who's down? How, what's the, the ranking of certain people? For instance, we, you know, who has the most likes on Facebook? The most those following each other on different types of social media? Who has the highest paying job? You know, the best reputation in town? Who has the nicest looking house? What do we drive? These types of things we still deal with today, for sure. We're kind of in that rat, rat race, so to speak, of, Who's the greatest? And who wants to live that way? That's a lot of stress to live with that. You know, I can tell in my life that God is weaning me off this need to be great. 
And as I learn to accept that, it is very freeing. It's like, wait a minute. If God is truly great, then I don't have to be. It causes us all kinds of pressure and unneeded anxiety to try to be great all the time. To try to be awesome in the eyes of others. That's, that's a, a burden that we don't need to carry. I think we all need a healthy dose of humility to stop focusing so much on ourselves and on our own false greatness and start focusing on God and His true greatness. Then life would start to have a lot more freedom, peace, and joy. Let's end with this today. No matter how old you are, you will be blessed when you live with a childlike faith as a child of God. Doesn't matter what our age, we're all children of God. And through Jesus, we become part of God's family of faith. And this is a forever family. So live in this truth and live with this hope. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, again, we ask your blessing today on all children, both near and far, that they would always know how much you love them and help us as adults to all the children, for us all to help raise them and nurture them and care for them, to build them up, and to even learn from them, to learn of the faith they have, their sense of belief and openness and wonder, and knowing of their need for you. May we never lose that sense of need and dependence we can't do this thing called life on our own. Lord, we pray that you'd increase this childlike faith in each of us. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.